0: for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. Not just once, but every month. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to roe.co regrow. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's roe.co slash regrow.
1: <laughs> Welcome back to hour two on a Friday, Steve Sipple, oh, Jake Sorensen. Early break. It's been a wild show so far. Yeah, check out the podcast at theticketfm.com. dot com. Corey, Corey, came with some yes, a uh, critique. Well, we were discussing song of the day and the you know, the future of it. We're going to keep doing it. Gus just challenged me to do better at it. I suppose be a little bit more. Yeah,
2: play something that's not for
1: middle aged dudes. Yeah, you know. Uh, Corey and Lincoln, <laughs> we, we
2: can't we say that? I mean, come on. We tried to say
1: we were experts in music, and Corey said this. um, I would never refer to you guys as aficionados. Your knowledge is very very narrow and basic. Classic rock radio hits and 70s wedding music, very similar to my mom. All right. Well. Thank you, Corey. Take that. You can always count on Corey to keep it honest with us. Keep it real. Very real. Keep us accountable.
2: What do you say about our knowledge? It's very narrow. Our, our uh, scope your, is
1: narrow. Your knowledge is very narrow and basic in terms of music.
2: In terms of everything, probably.
1: Well, you and I have not listened to much music beyond two thousand four. No, we haven't. That, that is apt. That, that is. I am thirty-one years old. <laughs> <laughs> the last eighteen years, from thirteen to thirty-one, I just have really not listened to much of it. Yeah, that is the absolute. That's
2: an. That's a very accurate assessment. Neither of us listen to music that has been produced after, I'd say, you might even go a few years prior to 04.
1: We will have Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports on next segment. He requested, he said, I've I've been watching Nebraska. He watched the spring game. We went back to last season to watch some things. He's got some thoughts on the Huskers for 2022 and also the Big Ten. So we will chat with him Next segment for the first time in a few months, but before that sip, I was thinking less yesterday, and I'm glad that Travis Fisher actually was on radio talking about his position group for defensive backs. But I was, I was, gonna, I was asking myself how many position groups is Nebraska above average at as we approach the season?
2: Can you, can you hang with me on this? I can't.
1: I'm gonna do it fast. You want to start on offense or defense? We're gonna
2: start on offense. Okay. I'm gonna do it fast. I'm, I'm, this is the way I thought about it last night. Okay. Quarterback, not above average.
1: Are you? At, okay, but okay, stop it. Are you average or are you below average? Then where are you at? Then
2: I'll just say average right now. Okay. I mean, wouldn't you say Casey was average at Texas? Yes. Okay. I think the running back room. I think the running back room is above average. That has to prove it though. I think the running back room is above average. That needs to be proven. Okay. I'm not going to say the offensive line is above average. I'm not going to say the receivers are above average. No way you can do that. I think the running back room is above average. I think the tight end room would be above average if Fedoni was in the picture. I will not say that now. If you had Travis Volkolek and Fedoni together above average, no way you can say that now. One group – on Nebraska's offense, I think is above average, but it has to prove it. So you could say they have no groups that are above average. I think they have one, but it has to prove it.
1: I, I, I would say that running backs are average just because I haven't seen it yet.
2: I think there's some thought in the program, I don't think this, I know this, that Anthony Grant will only be here for one season because he'll be off to the NFL.
1: Well, that'd be nice. Defense. Okay.
2: Above average, outside linebackers, we're talking about O'Shawn Mathis, Garrett Nelson, okay. and Caleb Tanner. Okay, With back. good depth, Jamari Butler, Blaise Gunnerson. Uh, oh, am I missing somebody in there? I don't think so. Above average, depth helps it. <clears throat> inside linebackers, excuse me, inside linebackers, I'd like to say, are above average, but they both have to stay healthy. For that to happen. they ha- Nick Henrich did stay healthy all of last season. Um, Reimer wasn't healthy all of last season. They've both been banged up. I'm not going to say above average until they can play a full season together. And then I think they so might be average. above average. Yeah.
1: Right now. yeah. That know? was inside linebackers. Potential
2: said- to be above average, yes. Right on the cusp of above average. Okay. Outside linebackers above average, yep, in my I opinion. O'Shawn Mathis proven. At the at that, I'm not saying edge. We'll just call him Edge. Garrett Nelson, proven and rising. Caleb Tanner. I think he's about ready to bust out. Jamari Butler. Jamari Butler is a is a guy that can play. That he's just a young guy. I think Gunnerson can play. They're just young guys that aren't going to be asked to play a lot. I don't think. Defensive backfield corner missed the line. Not above
1: average. Okay, average. I'm just making I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Defensive backs.
2: Corners. Mm, above average. Ugh, it's close though. I just think mm. that yeah.
1: I'd probably go average with them. But mm. but not let's not I'm not trying to criticize him. I don't I can't just go above average right now.
2: Corner I look at a lot like running back. I think, it, I think they're above average, but they got to prove it. That's why I go average, then. Right. Newsom is, is, Newsom is clearly on an upward trajectory. Newsom is clearly on an upward trajectory to be in an NFL corner. But, but again, you have to see it now over a, a whole season. You saw it at the end
1: of last season.
2: Tommy Hill, loads of potential, as we just covered. Freak. Freaky. As Fisher said. <laughs> Did he say it like that? He's freaky. Um, he didn't say it that way, but he said he's a freak. Yep. Travis Fisher said he's a freak. NFL player if he doesn't mess it up is what he said. Travis Fisher said of Tommy Hill, he's an NFL player if he doesn't mess it up. That's above average, but he's got to prove it. Right. Uh, safeties, I can't say they're – I just got to say they're average right now. Okay. Deep position, they got to prove it though. So we're saying special teams. I, come on. I mean, what do you want me You're
1: to do? You go that? below average or average? Wow, well, I mean, the,
2: there's no way. You're not
1: above average. Yeah, there's no way that you
2: can say above average right now. So go average. So we're saying on Nebraska right now.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: There's one position group that you can say is above average. I would say unequivocally above average. That's the outside linebackers. Yep. Yep. I think the running backs in my opinion, will show that they're above average, but they have to
1: show it. I I would put them at average. Okay, that's fair. Is there, but is there anybody? Okay, so we put average in all these, but above average for one for outside linebackers. Yes. Is there, Is there any position group you think they're below average in?
2: Oh, that's a good question.
1: Because then you got well, the re- offensive
2: line. line has been below, below average.
1: All right, below average.
2: I mean, the offensive line—you can't say has been anything but below average, and even those guys would
1: probably tell That's you That's probably where you – I mean, you could put special teams, I mean, with the, with the hope that Bill Bush changes that, but they were below average last year and well below average, right? Yeah. So you could put right now below average with the hopes that things change with the new kicker, with the new punter, with maybe new return guys there. We Wide said, receivers are – yeah, I'm saying say average, average, Gus, yep, yeah,
2: average, Gus. Average. Yeah, Gus average. Yeah, there's no way you can say above average. average. No way. No way. I mean, you're counting on Trey Palmer to be your dude, and he had 30 catches at LSU. I mean, 30 is good, but that's not. He's not setting so a he's world just below on fire. Three per game. He's not setting the world on fire at LSU, and that's that's your guy. Um, that's your guy. Now, again, if they had Fedoni, the tight end room, the tight end pairing of Vocalek and Fedoni would be above average. They don't have Fedoni. I don't know if they'll have Fedoni at all. It's possible. It's a late season. He arrives on the scene late in the season in a limited role. That's about as best as you can hope for, I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, I just wonder. When you look at this, I'm with you. It's hard to really. The only one that's above average is probably outside linebackers, and I I know you want to put running backs there, but we just haven't seen it. They they might maybe by. Midway through the season, you can finally say, "Hey, they're they're above average." Are, but
2: right now, you can't say that. There are people that will try to tell you that the quarterback position with Casey Thompson is above average. I just don't know how you can I do average. Do
1: that. It's average. Yeah, I don't know how it's you could average. say
2: Casey's above average at five and five at Texas. Right? That was his record. Five and five. It was a yep. like four and five? Is one of the two? Five and five or four and five? Numbers were good, but are you, is anybody on the text line saying, "Hey, Casey Thompson"? Is above average? SIP. I don't think you can say that right. So, now. and
1: I, I, I would ask you if you think that, then why would you say that? If if you believe that out there that Casey Thompson is a an above average quarterback,
2: if he was above average, would he be here? That's a good I, I, question. I don't, I don't think so. Wouldn't he be starting at Texas? Probably
1: still be at Texas. Yeah. So right now, I mean, f- from the sound of it, it's, a, it's an extremely average team. That's why we all are talking about 6-7-5 six six, being the goal. Now, right? I
2: can I can see, or I can I know how people think right now. They're saying, you guys are, you don't know what you're talking about on Casey Thompson. If he was above average, you're saying if he was above average, he'd still be at Texas? Yeah, I think he might be. If he if he was the starter, if, if Sark identified him, Steve Sarkeesian, as the starter, that Casey Thompson played well enough last year to stamp himself as the starter or the favorite going into this year. Would he still be at Texas? I'd say there's a pretty good chance he would be. He didn't do enough. Maybe it's because he didn't fit the offense exactly right. But I don't know. It's, the offense. it's not that. I mean, why can't he fit that offense? Why can't he fit Sark's offense? I just think if he were clearly above average – I don't think he'd be at Nebraska right now. Now he can move to above average, though, right?
1: Yeah, he can. Yeah, uh, a lot of these guys can. Okay, yeah, right. But we're, we're talking about right now the expectation, our preview of what you believe for the position groups, and there's a lot of average there. One, but there's not a lot of below average. Offensive lines below average, pretty much. And 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 as and until we see the results, I I fully trust in Bill Bush. But until we see the results of the changes, I'm going special teams right now. Today is below average until. It comes on the field. Okay.
2: Offensive line, below average, special teams below yep. average. That's why you're hesitant to pick any more than seven wins. Correct. This is pretty it all telling. It makes sense.
1: It's pretty telling. If you were above average in four of these positions, you'd say, okay. 10, ten. Eight, eight nine, 10. But I'm, I think we're, we're being realistic. We're not, even, we're not drinking Kool-Aid to say is a pretty average football team. Like no one wants to admit that that you're just average, but Nebraska is probably just an average team.
2: Well, that's, well, that some would, would say. Wait a second, three and nine is not average.
1: So my question would be this: if if Nebraska were to somehow break out this year and get to nine wins, breakout, out or it, ten, with, the, or with, ten. with
2: the gettable schedule. My, my my neighbor said he has friends throwing around ten
1: uh, of these ones ten. of. Well, that's a Kool Aid drinking neighbor there of these positions that we list as average, which which ones are the most likely in that scenario or the ones that are on the fringe to become above average. Corner. Okay. I agree with that. Tommy Hill, Quint Newsom,
2: and Braxton Clark. I think they I think they have the potential. Well, think about it. I think there's two I believe there's two NFL corners right now that they will be NFL corners. That's above average. Real way oh, above. Oh, average.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: I believe Fisher when he says Tommy Hill will be an NFL corner as long as he doesn't mess it up. I sincerely believe that about Quentin Newsom. I think you have two NFL corners. We'll see on Braxton Clark. But I'll tell you one thing, if Braxton Clark walked in here, 6 foot 4, I don't know what the hell is he. Let me see. 62, 63
1: I thought. I don't have it. Oh, I'll name. pull it up for you here. Brent's but if he walked
2: in here, you'd say, That's a Division One corner. That's a big old corner. That's a corner. That's a six big three. S- six foot three corner. That's a big corner.
1: The milkman says, If Tommy Hill is above average, why did he transfer? Mm. Was there a better opportunity than Arizona State for Nebraska? Yeah,
2: well, why did him? he transfer? They're about the NCAA's coming down there.
1: Yeah. There's some problems coming there Sundown. Yeah.
2: The Sun Devils have a 25-18 and record under Herm Edwards, but there's trouble. There's trouble at Arizona State. They're in trouble. Uh, That's why there's a five attached to his name And Dennis Dodd's hot seat. There's two head coaches in Power 5 football that have a five hot seat projection next to them. Herm Edwards is one of them. Now, the Tex would say, well, who's the other one? Why is he here? The NCAA is not bearing down on Nebraska. They already did. But it was minor infractions. <laughs> <laughs> minor infractions.
1: Yeah. Yes. Uh, Walter says six and six is not the goal and never will be. That mentality is for Kansas football. I don't know. What's, well, we're not saying it is. we're trying to assess the roster right now in the position groups, Walter. And I, I again, if you look at what we had just gone through, I don't know how you can argue against what we had said for those groups. There's a lot of average on the team. There's a little below average, a little above average, and there's but some, mostly overall average.
2: And there's some that are we're waiting to see if they can prove to
1: be above average. That, those
2: are the most interesting ones. To and me.
1: that's the ones that can lead you to eight, nine, ten wins if yeah. they, if they, if more than one pops if, up. If there.
2: Anthony Grant is as good as I think he is, and Jockeys Yant is as good as he, I think he is, and Gabe Irvin is as good as I think he is. And Rahmere Johnson takes his game to another level. And A.J. Allen proves to be worthy of his recruiting hype, as does Emmett Johnson. You're cooking with gas in that running back room there. You are. I mean, that room, I think it's good. I think they're in a good position. Now, now I'll tell you one thing, though, right now. Jake, we don't talk about stuff like this very often, but Brian Appleton has a challenge in that room cuz only one guy you're not they're, not they're not there's only one ball. And in Ron Brown used to tell me all the time when they were going good as a program, it was not easy I'm in the sure running it wasn't. it wasn't easy in the running back room keeping those guys happy. There's drama.
1: There's a lot of talent there. When
2: you're winning, the drama doesn't surface. Yeah. And there was no transfer portal. Okay? Now, you got to keep those guys happy. That's not going to be easy. A.J. Allen didn't come here to sit the bench. But right now, A.J. Allen, I don't know. Is he got is he getting the ball?
1: Doesn't appear so this year. Right. But there's a transfer portal, there's, Jake. There's, I know. <laughs> We're very aware of that. Byron wants to say that the quarterbacks are above average. This is why. He says Thompson led the Big 12 in passing touchdowns, which is interesting. And he says Whipple's system when three quarterbacks have all started. Wake up, Sip. They're above average. No, I mean, no. come on. It, come on. Smothers started one game. Purdy started one game. One game. Thompson started, obviously started several. I think they all have potential
2: to be above average. Right. Casey Thompson had 24 touchdown passes, nine interceptions at Texas. Okay, that's good. They were an average team. And he was, he was they went and got other quarter, another quarterback, Quinn Ewers.
1: Right. Yes, they did with Arch Manning coming in the future. Arch too. Manning, on, on his way. Yeah, there. Okay. Thank you for all the texts, there. A, a lot of response I today. I like that.
2: I like that topic. Thank you, Jake. Yeah,
1: I just thought about that. I'm glad that Travis Fisher actually. I didn't know he was going to talk last night. Now, actually, set me up for success. Every night
2: there's a coach on now. Well, thank you. There'll be another one tonight.
1: You Who's on tonight? I don't know. Maybe we can find it out. By the way, the countdown to Ireland is at 42 days right now. 42 days. Sponsored by McKinney's Irish Pub at 8th and P. I would say this for today's Irish tidbit or fact. Tidbit. Or idea. I mean, I'm not bringing my golf clubs to Scotland or Ireland. And i considering that I should. But I'm only going to play golf one time. I think if you make a trip to Ireland, if you're even the slightest golfer at all, like, I don't know, a 15 handicap, like not horrible, not good, you got to play golf up there. You have to play golf. I've never been, but I'm telling myself I cannot leave this trip in August coming home without having played golf at least one time in Ireland slash Scotland. It's a must. Why is it a must? Because that's I mean, it's link style golf. I mean, golf started in Scotland. That's where it started, but Ireland all was obviously early in golf too. A lot of famous old courses in Ireland. It's if you are a golfer, you're it's it's a sign of respect for the sport where it was, you know, what kind of got going early on. When you think
2: of Irish golf greats, who comes to mind first? Well, Rory McIlroy,
1: okay. Padraig Harrington, okay. Darren Clark, is okay. a great Irish golfer, okay. Um, Graham McDowell was good for a long for a period of time. Okay,
2: and Corey, this is for Corey. Rock knowledge, you 2 You too is Dublin based, as is Thin Lizzy, as we covered. I'm earlier still recently. shocked
1: by that one. I know you too. I did not know that Thin Lizzy was from Ireland, from Dublin. They don't sound like it at all,
2: from Dublin. Yeah,
1: I know that one still blows my mind. And I don't get surprised very often. You know that. That's big. Lee Sterling, Paramount Sports is next on Early Break on the Ticket.